And so we've only got a certain amount of energy in our mind for our day-to-day tasks. And so many people go, oh, I want to add this into my life. I want to add this into my life. I want to add this into my life. But really the key is not what I want to do more of, but what I should be doing less of, right? Where can I save my energy? Where can I transfer wasted energy into productive energy? And Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shifted perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Alrighty, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I hope you've had a great weekend. We're back for week two of the Mindset Calls, which I'm very excited about. Last week was a lot of fun for me. Definitely a learning experience, as is always. I'm always learning. Um, And yeah, making a lot of progress. I hope everyone who was on the live calls last week, we managed to take away something from it, even had a little bit of reflection time after the Friday to take away with what they learnt. You know, take some notes. I often find that when you jump on calls in a weekly manner um, that you can get a lot of information and sometimes it gets lost, but it, all that matters if, is if one or two things really stick with you. So I always recommend, you know, go through each day and see what stuck with you, but then also at the end of the week and just take up some notes and be like, okay, I didn't catch all of it, but this thing really hit home. And you'll find that as you progress and as you develop in life, um, you might hear the exact same thing said to you that you heard four, five, six years ago, but you'll hear it in a different light. You'll hear it with a different mind, a different perspective, and it'll click in a completely different way. I know as I'm getting older, even though I'm still quite young, I've definitely had that happen. I'm like, oh, I heard this before. And then I'm listening intently. I'm like, whoa, I never thought of it like that. But now that I've learned all this other information, I can see it with a new light and I can see it with a different perspective. So um, that's why I'm always a fan of repetition. If you've heard something, listen again. You know, you never know when you'll hear it. You might be in a different state of mind or you might be in a different mindset or a different mood, which will in turn um, shift the way that you see things because you know, life is all about the way we perceive it at that given moment. I mean, so many times you'll see situations that play out in front of you and one person sees it completely different to the other person just because, you know, it's all about perspective. Right. So. My gratitude today. I am super grateful for the weekend. Um, I'm actually getting grateful for the cold weather, surprisingly enough, even though Friday I was against it. Um, it's given me enough excuse to cuddle up with my little man and cuddle up in bed for a little bit longer. Yes, that means I'm being a little bit lazier, but you know what? I've now got an excuse, so I'm uh, I'm running with it. Um, so I'm grateful for the cold weather this time. <laughs> um, I'm very grateful 
for Germany, actually, it's been a bit of a hard transition. If anyone's ever moved country, especially to a country where you don't speak the language, you know it can be difficult. Um, but Germany is really, really good at looking after mothers and taking care of parents and making sure that people progress and families progress um, in a nice manner. We had someone come around last week to do like a little bit of a introduction and tell us all the things that the city can do for new parents and XYZ, which was really awesome. So I'm very grateful for Germany, even though some parts of it can be a struggle to adapt. Um, and, you know, as per usual, I'm very grateful for my family. Very, very happy. Um, I feel when I've, I've done a bit of traveling in my life and when you reflect back on some people's scenarios and places I've been, you, you know, just to have a house with, the bare necessities, clean water and a fr fridge full of food, you know, and people who love you is, is actually a lot more than a lot of people get. So it's always nice to sort of remember that, realize even though you might be frustrated at your smartphone not working properly, you know, just think about the fact that you've also got running water and you don't have to walk kilometers and that you've also got you know, the ability to connect. Like how cool is it that I can connect with people from Australia and from the west coast of canada all at the same time and share our thoughts and our expressions for the day i mean i think it's absolutely incredible so that is my gratitude for this morning please as per usual jump some in the chat depending what you're grateful for please share it with the group um, i'm going to ask every single time so don't hide from it because you know gratitude is the number one thing that i want to bring into routine on this call so drop in the chat what you're grateful for today grateful for you this morning oh thank you appreciate that it's always nice to hear Great for this call and people on it. I had language problems when I visited Oz. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I was actually, we were doing um, our marriage. In Germany, you got to have an appointment for an appointment to get an appointment to have an appointment to have something signed. So we were doing like our second appointment where we had to do some translations and the translator was um, saying that she doesn't really have, can't really hear my Aussie accent. I said, after traveling, I know I've had to diet, dump, dull it down a lot. But my girlfriend was in agreement that when I go back to Australia and start talking to my friends, it just goes out the roof and people just, you just can't understand it. When you get a few Australians together, especially after a couple of beers, the conversation gets very hard to understand. So, yeah, I can understand why you would have had some language problems when you went down under. I'm also so grateful for the cold. I went for a walk in minus 20 this morning and it was so refreshing. I am grateful for a coaching session. I'm also grateful for a friend's success, which is awesome. Love that. Always good to um, be grateful for other people's successes. You know, if someone else is succeeding, cheer them on. There is so much negativity and like tall poppy um, syndrome, we call it, where you, people cut down those who are stepping ahead. So if someone near you is succeeding or doing something great, cheer for them, support them, be, you know, be in their back corner because more often than not, most people don't have someone cheering them on. So I love that. Grateful for a friend's success. That's awesome. Inspires hope. Knowing it can happen to, for them, it will also happen for us. I'm grateful for to go. I'm grateful to get extra time with my daughters and for a trip to the mountains. That is awesome. Oh, I'd love to go back in the mountains. I actually had a dream about being back in the mountains snowboarding just last night. I'm grateful for a rest of your week to grow and love. I love I love reading all the gratitude coming from you guys as well because it reminds me of things that I should be grateful for as well. So. It's awesome to share. Thank you very much. Grateful for the beautiful snowfall and mountains over the weekend. Grateful for this day, for God's provisions, for my son, opportunity to be with yourself. It's lovely, 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 lovely opportunity to learn and grow. Grateful for my health, family, 
lots of interaction. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing everyone. It really makes a difference. And I don't know about you, but when I read other people's gratitude, it reminds me, like I said, that there's more stuff that I can be grateful for and more happiness and, you know, and good perspective on life. So thank you very much for sharing. Alrighty. What did I want to talk about today? So today I would like to discuss the concept of allowing yourself to dream. So often I believe that we lose our imagination. We lose our innocence to daydream. Like honestly, when I first met my partner, she was always like, yeah, I'm always daydreaming. She's off with the fairies, blah, 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 blah. And I was in a state where I was saying, you know, we got to be focused and have our future driven and stuff like that. And I'd get frustrated when she wasn't present, et cetera, et cetera. And over time, I realized that I'm actually jealous now of the fact that she has the ability to go off and daydream and visualize and have those moments, you know, and I've actually done a full 180 and I'm trying to embody that behavior where if I see her daydreaming or visualizing, I encourage it and talk about it and bring it to the forefront and discuss it and give myself the time to also try and do the same thing because it is so important to allow ourselves to dream, allow ourselves to have the vision, to have foresight of what we want in our life. Because I feel, and it could be the, where I grew up, um, but in Australia, people, you know, in school, you'd be like, stop daydreaming. You know, you got to do this. you got to do that. Get back in line kind of thing. It was very much along the lines of go to university, get a degree, get a good job so you can buy a house. And people were made to grow up, which I found quite sad. You know, I've all, I now refuse to grow up. I always say I'm going to grow old and never grow up and that my partner's unfortunately going to have to look after uh, two kids for the rest of her life. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's kind of sad when you see people being forced to grow up and refu being refused that ability to Canada as well. Yeah, not just in Aussie. Yeah, I thought it would be around the world, um, especially in, you know, in Western society. But it's very sad when you, when you have this innate ability to you know, kids and their imagination they go off for days what do you want to be i want to fly to the moon you know what what do you want to be i want to be a, a crocodile swimming in the ocean whatever it is they can have the imagination um now obviously some things are physically impossible but other than that like this shouldn't be shut out we should really utilize our childish behaviors and our, our childish mind and allow ourselves to have these dreams and have these goals so what I want to talk about today is the ability to bring back that dream, bring back that goal and be childish, have fun, listen to the, the body as well. You know, I think it's in Think and Grow Rich where they talk about the, I can't remember who it was, um, but they're talking about visualizing and giving yourself time um, to just sit and be present with your imagination and so maybe it was einstein or one of those people who would sit there for an hour just stare out the window and just let his imagination start to build and it takes time to get into that creative space but once it starts going then things start firing you know you have these crazy ideas and some people write them down in notebooks and just when the flows when you're in the flow state you allow that to keep happening and keep running and write down all your ideas and um, write down all the things that come to you because i believe it was bob proctor who discussed the concept that you know those ideas, it's when our brain, so there's a certain few brain waves that we can be li living in. I think it's theta, um, alpha, beta, and gamma 
alpha, beta, and theta are the main brainwave states that we can be in. And I, I don't know the exact um, replications of them, but one of them is more of a dream state. One of them is more of a, like a focused and concentrated state and conscious state. And one of them's very much just sort of a lucid state. Now you have to check them out. Please don't quote me on any of that. But I know there are the different brainwaves. And when we're in a different brainwave, we think differently. And it's when we are on that right vibration that these ideas just come out of nowhere. Have you ever, you know, when you're in the shower, I know, for example, you get into the brainwave. And when you're going for long jogs and you're sort of not quite focused on the, the process of running, but you're in your head and your body, the blood's flowing. And has anyone in the chat, and I'll drop some ones, if you've been in the shower and you've just had idea after idea come to you, and you've been on a jog and you've got all these ideas coming to you, and you're like, oh man, I can't write them down. Like, why is it that we always have these great ideas and we can't write them down? All right, so we've got some ones coming through. Yeah, for sure. When walking, you know, getting out in nature, having those walks. Yeah. So these states, these theta wave states, I'm going to call them, and someone will have to correct me. I think it's right, but I could easily be wrong. Shower ideas are the best. Yeah, damn straight. Like I actually started putting a notebook. I, I did it once and then I moved it and I haven't put it back, but a notebook next to like the dresser just outside my shower. So as soon as I get out with my towel, I can like try and jot down as many as I as I remember. And I have it there for when I like come in from my jogs to try and jot down as many as I can remember as well. But the idea here is to allow yourself to have these ideas. You know, when we're in that state, when our vibration is just connecting, we've got these random ideas coming out of nowhere, like, oh, I don't even know how I thought of that. But there's something, there's something in the air, there's something in the um, the physical realm, whether it's your senses drawing from something that you're not consciously aware of, or yeah, on long drives is another one when you get it, when you're sort of in that, you know, that state where you're like, oh, ideas. Um, you know, when we're in that, when it's so one of our uh, senses are maybe grabbing something, not consciously and triggering some kind of reaction in our minds to put things together, or it's like two pieces of the puzzle, you know, it could be the weather on that day and a certain thing that drives past in your corner of your eye and you just pop them together and it indicates, oh, this is an idea. It doesn't matter what it is, but we need to listen to our bodies and have those moments where we accept these dreams and we accept the ideas that come to us. And you also have to be willing to go, this is a great idea. Two days later, like that was a dumbass idea. Why the hell was I thinking that? But, but, but be okay with it. Don't shut them out. You know, I think it's really important to have a, an idea book where you just sort of spitball and let your brain run. And this will actually help in other areas. I, I feel when you're on the charts, for example, and you just are allowing the thoughts and the, the environment speak to you in a sense. Um, when you know when you start to know things, but you haven't got an exact reason, you're like, okay, I'm sure this is going to do this and then come down and you've got a bit of a foresight and you can't really tell exactly why, but it's a feeling. It becomes instinctive because you're allowing kind of the universe to speak to you and you're allowing these, these ideas or vibrations or however you want to refer to them as come to you and not shutting them out. And it does take practice and it takes time to develop this and it takes time to be okay with having a book full. Like I've got a book, where is it? I got a colorful little book here, one full of just very messy scribbles ideas that I jot down whenever I can. And I've got another book here of ideas that make it a little bit further out of that book and into something nice. So, um, and I look back at some of these in six months and I go, that was stupid. <laughs> but that idea led on to the next idea and then the next idea. And that is a good idea that I'm running with. And so my number one point for today's topic is to let yourself have ideas and be okay with being a dreaming, childish, you know, daydreamer, whatever you want to call it, because it's not just that 
first initial oh i'm daydreaming but it's what comes on after that and what 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 leads to the next idea and the next idea till you actually find something that you want to run with and if we're going to go further down this path which is the second point i want to talk to you about which is an analogy that i made up an acronym i made up sorry you'll notice i love analogies and acronyms i find that they help burn something into the brain a little bit longer um and that's once we've got a dream or an idea that we like how we can sort of push it and get it into reality because bob proctor always says you know thoughts lead to feelings feelings lead to action and actions lead to results so if you can hold it in your mind you can hold it in your hand which is the idea of anything that can be thought can be created and this is just like what i think derek said in the chat you know the moon was impossible once right what was it derek yeah derek the moon was impossible once exactly and what happened there you know now you look at like um, spacex and what they're doing with outer space stuff like anything can be possible <clears throat> so if you've got a pen and paper i recommend you writing down the word dream we're going to go through a little bit of an acronym which is what i use personally when i've got an idea that i like and i want to turn it into reality and i want it to run and i want to run with it <clears throat> this is how i got um my school bus this is how i ended up living in canada for a year traveling traveling around this is how i quit my job and went traveling all around the world and um it's worked with me worked for me in a lot a lot of different um scenarios and it's developed over time so to start with dream letter d we're talking about details so we once we've got an idea or a dream in our mind we want to figure out the details of this it's great to have an idea but once you start to break down the ifs buts ands and what ifs then it can become a bit more realistic right so for example i'm going to use my school bus here because that was a big achievement for me and it was a when i went down this process and um it's just a great way to explain how um, practically to I, I use this acronym. So details. My idea was I want to, I've seen it on Instagram. I want to build a school bus into a tiny home and live in that somewhere in the States. That was the dream, right? And so I was like, details, details. Okay, first I need to move to the States <laughs> or Canada as, as it so be. Then I need to buy a bus. So these are details. Um, and then it was, okay, what type of bus? You know, so I started doing research on buses and the, the, as I started to do this research, the dream came more alive, right? So what type of buses? Okay. How will I do the interior? Let's, let's, let's lay that out. You know, what will I want in it? Do I want to be able to shower? Do I want a long bus? Do I want a short bus? Do I want to have a toilet in there? Do I want to go all out and spend a lot of money to make it like a really nice place? Or do I want to do it up as I go along? All these details were coming in. So I had like a <clears throat> three or four page document of details. You know, what color did I want the bus? Turns out I didn't really care too much about the color, but I thought I'd chuck one down anyway. Um, and I got into really big detail, you know. I got into what it would feel like laying in the bus. Where would my where would my bed be positioned? Would it be horizontal or vertical on the bus? You know, what kind of size bed would it be? All this sort of stuff. And I wrote this down in super fine detail. And I wrote a couple of pages, like I said, I think it was like three or four. Um, and I read that, right? So that brings us on to the next. Once I'd written out all the details of this dream, repetition. So R stands for repetition. Always be thinking about your dream. Read it, speak it, hear it out loud, repeat it to yourself until it switches from a dream to a goal, right? So I had this 
book, there's pages, and I was reading it, reading it, reading it, reading it, reading it. Every day I was like, okay, I had printed up a picture of the bus like um, on my wall and I had one on my phone. And so every day that <clears throat> I was going through life, I had this dream in front of me on my phone. I was reading the details. I was thinking about the details. I was like, okay, what's going to, how am I going to do it? And the more we do this, the more it leaves just a, an impression in our brain, like, oh, that'd be cool to, oh, I'm actually going to make this happen. This is how I'm going to do it. And this is the whole process. It's like, we have the idea, we get the details of it and repeat it to ourselves. Next is ease. So we're talking about emotion. Now, emotion is one of the key aspects of this, right? So you've got to get excited about it. You've got to think, how would you feel being in this bus? Like, I love the rain. I was born in June, which is in Australia, a winter baby. I know, crazy, right? But in Australia, that's a winter baby. And it does rain down there. So I, I love the wet, the wet weather. And I love the sound of, you know, rain dropping on a tin roof. You ever laid there and you just hear the rain. Well, school buses obviously have um, a metal roof. And I was envisioning this. I was like, okay, I'm going to be laying there, not realizing that in Canada it's just snow and cold, not so much the rain. But um, I was envisioning myself, how am I going to feel snug? Like the emotion I'd feel when I hear the rain hitting on the roof. And, you know, how am I going to feel driving this thing like, what, what's the excitement going to be like when I finally get to spend the first night in this thing? And, you know, how am I going to feel just cooking a meal? Because I also like cooking. So cooking a meal inside this and all these emotions, I started to link to ideas. And then this changed this bit of paper that I was reading to like, oh, here we go. Yes, this is exciting. It's coming. It's coming. And I had this excitement about it. And then I would go through the details and I'm like, right, well, where can I look for a bus and started pricing things up and really getting into more detail because the emotion was there. I had this excitement now. I really had the, the feeling of being cozy. I had the feeling of being joyful. I had the feeling of, I even had the feeling of like the frustration of building something because I'd already done a, a van before and I know how frustrating it can get, but I also had that emotion in there just because it was making it so much more firm. Right? So we've got the, the plan. We've got the details of the plan, the D. We've got the repetition, constantly reading it, speaking it, understanding all the details, how it's going to happen, visualizing it, thinking about it. And now I've attached all these emotions to the idea of being inside this bus, right? Next is to A. So <clears throat> D-R-E-A is action plan. Whatever your goal is, there's going to be steps to getting to that goal. It's not just going to be like, buy a bus, it's done, you know, it's going to be search for buses, find the best price, find out if you can go get one, figure out licensing, et cetera, et cetera. That was like seven steps to the purchasing of a bus. And then it was, you know, how much the material is going to cost. I'm going to have to buy this. And so breaking it down to bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, and then breaking it down to how much is it going to cost? What type of taps do I want in it? What type of flooring do I want in it? What type of windows do I want? or window curtains, shall I say, you know, all these details. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to have a plan to do this. So step one, search for a bus. Obviously I can't start building without it. And step two for me was to just look for scrap materials. I'm, I like to be very recyclable, save a bit of money. I was looking for anything that was getting thrown out. So these were my first two action steps was to search for a bus and look for recycled materials. I mean, I'd had the detail laid out. I had an idea of what I wanted it to look like. I knew that at some point I'm going to have to have something that resembled a toilet and, a shower head and a bed and a mattress. So these were 
part of my action plan. Okay, look for these things. And I started to gather those things before I even had the bus. And this made it even more real because I was like, okay, I'm starting to collect the process, right? I'm following my action plan. You know, creating this action plan can also give you a deadline depending on what your goal is. You know, like, okay, by this date, I have to have this purchased. By this date, I have to have these things gathered. Um, by this date, I have to start the build. Or by this date, I have to have the, be the bed finished so I can sleep in it. You know, you can write out a list of these steps that need to happen first. And then the last thing to do, M, is to manifest it or make it happen, whichever verbiage you like. But it's all good to have an action plan and to have a dream and to have all the emotions. But if you don't do anything towards it, then you're not really going to actually achieve anything, right? So you have to start manifesting it. You have to start making it happen, right? What With the internet, we can do this from anywhere, for different countries in the dream. Yeah, cost of buses or building materials. Yeah, exactly. So with the internet, we can do absolutely anything, right? Um, and our dreams can be as big or as little as we want them to be. And the last step here is just yeah, manifesting it, you know, making it happen. Have your dream. The difference between a dream and a goal is is the action plan, basically. Like a, a, a little, little. Let's try that again. A goal is just a dream with an action plan. That's what I think I wanted to say. You know, once we've got this, the details once we've got the repetition we're visualizing it, the emotions are there we've got our action plan then we just got to make things happen and it takes a process but once you start doing just this acronym and once you start following just this that takes it so much further into a plausibility of this dream coming true like how many people here i'm assuming there's a lot of traders still on this call how many people first heard about trading and then just did went like just got insight like oh this is a cool thing trading and then was just straight into buying most people well me included was like okay what's this thing trading the dream i can make a hell of a lot of money from sitting on my laptop for an hour okay cool that's the dream um but then i'm going to do some research and i'm going to have to like figure out what are the details of trading how am i going to do it find some more information. Okay, now, like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to buy in and start learning how to do this? How's it going to feel when I start to make a lot of money from my laptop? Oh, it's going to feel great, right? It's going to feel amazing. So you probably went through this in a subconscious level and you're like, okay, so I like the idea. Um, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Oh, it's going to feel pretty good when I'm making a lot of money really quickly. And then, all right, I'm going to reach out to someone because I'm going to have to get in touch with someone to figure out how to do it. And then, you know, Oh, should I, should I not? Should I not? You know, you had the action plan. You had the dream of making a lot of money quickly. Then you got the action plan of reaching out to someone and making it happen. But then it probably would have been a little while before you actually did that and reached out. And then finally you would have actually made it happen. So you started down your road of trading. Is that somewhat similar for anyone in the chat? Just chuck a one if you kind of went down the same thought process. Or if you were the kind of person that said, spoke to someone in one sentence and was like, trading's going to make you a lot of money. And you're just like, bye, put a two in the chat. Mike was straight in. Yep, I'm in. <laughs> nice, Mike. Hey, some people jump. I love it. If you get an idea, you like it, you go for it. That's it's a great thing too. But most people here were saying, yeah, they were on the side of having to think about it, having to take the process. And I can guarantee you that there, to every person that joined and started trading, there will be probably a thousand other people, other people who heard about it didn't think about it much, didn't follow the action plan, didn't 
repeat it to themselves and the idea just went off into the abyss and they probably haven't even thought about it. Next time they hear about it, like, oh, I heard about that once, right? So there's the difference is when you have these ideas, these fantastic ideas or these horrible ideas, depending on the ideas that pop into your head and you want to follow, trust me, I have got a bunch of really shocking ideas in my book, but I'm okay with that. That's part of the process, part of the fun. But once you've got these ideas, go through this dream acronym and see if you really want to make it a reality. Because you'll also find that if you write down all the details and you're like, oh, this is a great idea. You write down all the details, you'll get halfway through and be like, man, this is going to be so much harder than I originally thought. Like, do I really want to do this? <laughs> and then you might just dismiss it right there and then. And then that frees up more space in your mind to move on to the next thing. Because so many people do this. They've like life is about energy. You know, if you go down to any sort of chemistry, um, it's all about equilibrium. You, know, you want to find a balance, positive, negative energy. You want to find a balance of electrons and protons and everything's about the equilibrium of energy, right? And so we've only got a certain amount of energy in our mind for our day-to-day -day tasks. And so many people go, oh, I want to add this into my life. I want to add this into my life. I want to add this into my life. But really the key is not what I want to do more of, but what I should be doing less of. Right? Where can I save my energy? Where can I transfer wasted energy into productive energy? And so many times people will just sit on ideas for so long or like, oh, I've got to do this. Or does anyone in the chat, Chuck, someone's in the chat, if you've got a mental to-do list that's like longer than your arm? Or do we have, if you're one of those people who write it down or you, you're always on top of it, Chuck, Chuck a two in the chat. So let me know if you know people organized they've they've got their list on their table and they get things done nice and efficiently okay we got some efficient people in here that's good that's good all right so for for me for a long time i was always having this mental to-do list that was so long and i was like okay what if i could do this this that 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 and it just took so much energy from me to try and like figure out exactly what i needed to do and where i needed to spend my time same with ideas i'd have an idea like oh i, I want to try and do this and then i want to try and do this but once I started to do this dream acronym, shall we say, I realized that, oh, this is a good idea. Let's write down detail. And I don't want to actually do this. And then I'll get to some of them and I'll be like, paralysis by analysis. Exactly. Analysis paralysis. That's a very, very common thing, you know, overanalyzing everything and never actually doing anything. Never knowing where to start. I don't organize it first. Yeah. See, I'm the same. I'm so if I don't have it organized and written down, I'm all over the place. And I think it's really important to to write these things down and to clear up that space, that mental space for other things. So by doing this, I find that, okay, this is actually an idea I don't want to do, or I'll get through the details and I'll start repeating it to myself. And I find that I just don't have the emotion for it anymore. Like it was good a week ago, but now it's gone. So what do I do? I drop that idea completely and I move on. And this has allowed me to have a lot more time and energy for the for things that I really want to do. Like I feel that you shouldn't really be focusing on more than two to three things at a time. Like even if you've got a list of 10 things you want to do, find the top three, get rid of the last seven and just only put something into the top three once you've gotten rid of something from the top one. And it makes your, your clarity a lot easier, frees up that mental energy and gives you the ability to just to, to focus more because I was very much shiny objects, object syndrome. Like, Ooh, I go to this and I go to this and you know, reels and facebook and tiktok they give us our attention span is so short these days it's just like one minute and we're off to the next thing so having that ability to stay focused to figure out what your dream is to really 
find out all the details, fall in love with the idea, find the emotion, find the action plan and stick on one idea for long enough to actually go through with it. Learning to say no or let go is so important. Yeah. Yet it can be really difficult. Exactly. And the more we figure out, okay, I can let go of this. I don't need this anymore. Or perhaps how important is this for me right now? Let's let's focus on something else. The more efficient you will start to become. And having that discipline to say, nope, these are the three things that I'm focusing on right now. Once I've done one of those things, sure, I'll put something else in there. And like for me, I'll have one major thing that I'm always working on and another side thing. And then my third thing might be like a small bit of to-do list that I can do and it'll get done and then I'll move another one in. And sometimes I'll I'll go through three or four of those, you know, things, but I won't start focusing on one of them until it's completely finished. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I was like hoping to discuss a bit about today is the ability to allow ourselves to dream, allow ourselves to have these ideas, accept that some of them can be horrible and accept that some of them are great. And then really run with them and give yourself that time and follow the dream acronym to try and turn them into reality. You know, it's it's great to be able to, like, if you want to be more than most people that are surrounded by, you got to have dreams and ambitions and goals and you got to have a way to follow the process. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone on this call who's, especially those who are traders, have that ambition, have that need or want for something more. We just have to figure out a way to make it happen. So if that helped anyone, um, please let me know in the chat if you've heard of anything like that before. Um, also, let me know if you've got anything similar. Feel free to chuck it in the chat. But I just wanted to get a little bit of the start of the week, just a little bit of that childish inspiration to allow yourself to dream, to be free, to imagine All righty. So for the last, we've got like five minutes left here. Does anyone in the chat have a dream or ambition that they've got in the back of their mind that they've been thinking about that they might go and try and do this um, exercise with today or tomorrow when they get some time? If you don't want to share, that's completely fine. I understand. Sometimes great ideas uh, you want to keep close. But if you're going to maybe, if you've got something you will do this with, chuck a one in the chat. If you've got something or if you've now given yourself permission to dream a little bit more, um, you can put a two in the chat. And if you do have an idea, um, then uh, let's hear it in the chat. Prosper and thrive in all areas. Yep. Grammar trading count to a million. I'm right there with you, Tamika. Definitely on the growing of trading. So if you do have a trading plan, you know, or a trading goal, shall we say, pick a number, pick a definitive number. You know, that can be the detail. Find the detail in the number that you want. Find the detail in like, why is that number important to you? How are you going to use that money when you've got it? Are you going to take money out on a recurring basis? Or do you just want a, a million dollar account to say, yeah, I did it. Find the details in, in why you want this dream. And then repeat it to yourself over and over again. You know, I want to have a million dollars because then I can buy this house. And that's the dream that I want. Or then I can quit my job, retire my husband and travel freely. Exactly. That's a great idea. You know, what are the details of why you want that million dollar account or whatever a number you choose and choose a number and stick with it. Set a date on it. You know, by, by this date, I'm going to have this account. And how am I going to get there? You know, what are, what are the details of how you're going to get there? What What's your action plan and how are you going to feel when you've got that size account? What's the emotion going to be like when you hit that goal? 
you know, are you are you visualizing that million dollars in your account every day? Are you doing it when you wake up, when you go to sleep? You know, financial freedom is something that so many people want, yet so few people have, and even fewer people have a plan for. But luckily, most of us on this call, I believe, have a plan for it. But make that plan stronger than most. Don't just go, I want a million dollars. I would like a million dollars by this date because of this reason and to do with what, et cetera, et cetera. How are you going to feel when you get that money? How are you going to feel when you spend it on the things you want to spend it on? And, you know, the action plan. What's my trading plan? How am I going to follow my rules? What's my compounding plan? Do you have all that in place to reinstate exactly how, why, and when you're going to get to that goal? All right, well, that's about it for me today. I'm just going to quickly scroll through this chat here. Um, true. I now have two notebooks getting better. Nice. I love it. Great value. Um, drive. Helpful. I know that I've gone through periods of time where I have not been dreaming, and there is a bit of relearning needed to go back to dreaming. I call this. Being in survival mode, yeah, been there before. You get, definitely get to a point. And the, the worst part is when you're in survival mode, it feels like you're fighting so hard to get out and that fighting is kind of what's keeping you in there. You're not just being being at peace. You're not being abundant. You're not being in the flow. You just get into this survival mode and you want it so hard to get out of it and it's just like you kind of feel like you're stuck in this, in this loop and it's kind of being in survival mode that's keeping you there. It's a really hard place to be and I think when we can acknowledge that and sort of think freely about great gratitude and abundance then that's what helps well that's what helped me get out of out of my survival mode when i'm in there take a time to pick a dream and focus on it i love it <clears throat> better quit retire dream is to retire, retire my husband so he can join me as a trader i've not defined what that will look like and in how much does our account need to be to do that well yeah that's a good place to start hey it's a great dream i love it lots of people wanting to retire other people i want to retire my mom I'd obviously like to take me and my family around the world and back and forth to Australia. It's all about the details. Yeah. I've been dreaming and visualizing throughout the past year and some months, including milestones. Yes. I have dates important to include. Nice. Then the dream becomes a goal. A million a year to have a financial freedom so I can be a blessing to others. Make generational curses. To make it, I'm exactly the same. I love it. Dream getting out of your survival and into living again is an amazing feeling. Exactly. All right, everyone. Well, I uh, knocking over my mic. Thank you very much for joining me again. I'm glad to see so many people back for week two. Um, all of the recordings should be up on Spotify now, so you can just check out the Success Shift with Jake Snedka, and um, the recording should be there. I might drop them in some of the Facebook groups that we're in. Um, this one will hopefully be up by the end of today or maybe tomorrow. But for now, enjoy traders. I'll see you soon, and for the rest of you. Till tomorrow, love you and leave you and uh, speak again. Bye.